right new episode state of cricket brought to you by cricket rl way too many things to talk about today we've got rishabh pant uh, who's shown a video of himself on twitter he's without crutches we've got gautam gambhir and the kohli clash and uh, we've got mr rohit sharma he adds more zeros to his uh, ipl track record hi i'm rubid hi i'm ro hi i'm amol hi i'm nikhil what's up cricket nerds welcome to the state of cricket the best cricket podcast on the internet by the fans of the fans and for the fans brought to you by cricket huddle i'm your host joined by my amazing friends nikhil amol and rohan first things first i think that the wtc final is just around the corner just about a month to go uh exactly a month to go uh, and i absolutely can't wait to watch a heavily depleted indian side uh, squander away yet another opportunity in the wtc final because uh, three main players or at least two main players are missing rishab and uh, bumra and then we had uh, a third addition to what i thought was going to be a, a starter possibly even a wicketkeeper we had we had decided uh, together that that was not a bad option but now that is effectively ruled out so i think we are staring down the battle for the wtc final uh, even though i have to say it is good news to see rishabh pant uh, getting rid of his crutches but that still doesn't ex- uh, take away the fact that we are now seriously hamstrung and i don't use the word lightly hamstrung uh, but we are um, in a bit of a tight spot with injuries so uh, i don't know do you guys think that the loss of kl rahul is a big one for the wdc final he's definitely out and we also have a fourth one in the list which is jaydev unadkar who fell over in the nets and he was in line for a starting position he also might not be uh, making the plane it's not confirmed yet but this could be a risk so four nearly sure starters are out what's happening here i agree i think uh, it's not good news especially because kl was that perfect makeshift wicketkeeper come batter in the middle overs uh, in the middle order for india with the injury list that you mentioned um, so i think it's not good news but uh, with his current form i think even kl will take it that he's injured because <laughs> he he wouldn't want to be on that moving in uh, english track at the oval right so but, um, i think uh, all things lead to someone else getting a wonderful opportunity which i'm only happy about but how many injuries does kl rahul have in last 18 months three uh, i think we, i think four three or four i think yeah i think it was the sports hernia then a back and then a knee and now there's hamstring or whatever i don't upper know what thigh. muscle they're calling upper thigh muscle or whatever it is mm-hmm. and every injury is so severe that he needs to go through surgery so uh but don't forget team management still sees a lot of potential in him <laughs> so i mean we yeah. talked about him in the last episode and uh, age is actually on his side because with so many uh, players in their um, end of the test careers i think kl rahul still still has a chance because no, he's the best I mean, of them all 
He's like uh, a cat I, with nine lives. No, age is not on his side because, uh, I mean, we made a lot of fun of Rohit Sharma and his fitness and his hamstring injury and all, all of the other above. But I think uh, when it comes to fitness, I think KL Rahul has beaten Rohit Sharma in terms of not being fit. And so, I don't think age is on his side. I think this will unfortunately be a uh, final straw for him. Yeah, we were just also Which... talking offline about uh, Rishabh Pant as well. Uh, it's unfortunate that this injury is not because of his sporting uh, achievement uh, yeah. uh, issues. But do you think that Rishabh Pant could ever come back at the the same level of cricket that he used to demonstrate, or is he going to be a Jugrat Singh like in, in Indian hockey? It 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 will depend on how mentally tough he is. Uh, in Rishabh Pant's case, the age is definitely on his side because he's not what he's what twenty five, right? Something yes. So he definitely has if he's mentally tough. He definitely has eight to ten years of cricket ahead of him, but uh, a the recovery is going to be very slow. It's going to take time. I mean, it took him four months to just get off the crutches. So we are talking sometime next year that he'll be uh, match fit. But then there is match fit physically, and there is match fit between the years. So. The the second part is what I worry about. So, and I think rightly said, uh, rightly yeah. said, because Rishab is uh, one thing. I'll give it to him that he's he's like a raging bull, right? I think yeah. he is so mentally strong, uh, and I actually encountered that. I watched this Woot documentary on the India Australia series, and the kind of answers he's given in that series, it's yeah. it shows his character in a way. So. Yeah. If there is any player who probably could bounce back, it's him. But you know, so mind over body, sure. But is he going to reach his peak? Uh, I think he'll definitely have to give up formats uh, just to stay, uh, you know, uh, relevant for the next ten, fifteen years. Which means either he gives up one day cricket, because I think Test cricket is his best format. And uh, he plays T Twenty and Tests, in my opinion. And and it also depends on what is the true extent of the injury. We never knew the details. If no, there was no. any permanent damage to certain aspects or certain parts of the body, uh, we don't know that yet. And if that's gonna hamper, like Rugu had said, his ability to play all the formats. Uh, and I would agree, Test cricket. is pinnacle for him and he he is best at that he'll have to choose between odi and t20 i think in my opinion t20 is not his forte uh, india playing less odi cricket but unfortunately he's going to miss out on the 2023 world cup yeah that is that is very unfortunate i i'm more concerned about uh, i mean just to round up the discussion on the injuries um rishabh pant will come back definitely there is a lot of pressure he will get the best care uh his franchise is the board of control everybody is going to pull out all the stops the the main issue is his mobility if his mobility yeah. is hampered and if he is not able to bend down or if he is not able to crouch down because of ligaments or whatever then he can't keep in test matches either because that requires all day yeah. uh, spending yeah. the field in the heat it's true yeah uh, so it down. might be yes 
and, and it might be that he might have to give up wicket keeping. And in that case, Rishabh Pant will be a spent force. Uh, he's a good batsman, but there are better. And and if he is playing as a pure batsman, he has to be more consistent. He cannot be just like, you know, chala to chala, nahi to nahi chala. Yeah. Uh, he can't do that. We can we can expect that from wicketkeeper batsman that you know every fourth inning, fifth inning he might get a 80, 90, but otherwise a quick 20, 30. But from a pure batsman, he will have to be as consistent as uh, Ravindra Jadeja. Or he'll have to That's open the innings. Yeah, purely like what Seva used to do. So yeah, maybe Seva. Yeah. Anyways, Rishabh was not as. But then uh, one question, a... one question while we are on that topic. So now Rishabh Pant is injured, and KL Rahul has to go through surgery. Who is India's wicket-keeping option for 2023 World Cup? Then? Uh, I don't think that KL Rahul is ruled out for. Uh, 2023 World Cup. Uh, uh, but n- not sure. I mean, but should then, India should India plan for a backup then for ODIA World Cup? But there are already two backups. There is a, there is Sanju Samson that no one seems to believe in, and the other is Ishan Kishan who has had a 200 double yeah. century not That's long true. ago. In, yeah. That's true. ODIs. I think India should start looking at Ishan Kishan as a ODIA front runner wicketkeeper rather than making makeshift out of KL Rahul. Yeah. Yeah, that's possible. That's possible. Actually, that's a good. Give him, give him a consistent run to bat in the middle order so that he gets he gets used to that spot. Because Ishan Kishan won't be able to bat opening in the World Cup. Yeah. Speaking of makeshift, uh, does anyone really understand what is Gautam Gambhir's role? I, I'm confused now. He he seems to be he seems to be. Uh, A captain almost coming out and defending his players. Uh, he's supposed to be a mentor, which is an ill-defined role. What, what's what's, hap- what's happening there? He's now locking arms with Virat Kohli. It's uh, it, it makes for great television, though. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just confused. Does anyone know what is the job description of a mentor? So see, it's funny you ask that question because I heard a very good social media joke today. What's exactly opposite of laughing Buddha? Gautam Gambhir. Gautam Gambhir. <laughs> I have no idea why he pretends like he's the captain of that team. I mean, I'll give I'll give a pat uh, on Kilrahul's back because the way he handled the situation. Had I been the captain of that team and I saw a coach misbehaving with another player, as if he's running the team, I would have definitely talked with the coach saying, like. Why are you talking? Like, what's your business? To go on even ahead. think that's bad. I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't see Stephen Fleming or uh, Mark Bowsher or Jay Wardene or you know Sangakara. None of those guys on the field anytime, or even Ashish Dehra for that matter. As animated as coach he is, he never comes and talks to the opponent team or you know gets gets into any of these sort of altercations. And also, but, but, I think Kohli Kohli perfectly needled Gambhir when he called oh, yeah. him, uh, and he like perfectly got that opportunity, right? Where he was like, <laughs> "No, I wasn't saying anything to you." And and, and the, the funniest part was Gautam Gambhir's response. Well, you talk to my player and his family, and what? That's bullshit. Like then he said, "Keep your family." But uh, to be fair, 
yes gambhir was totally out of the line because he is not a captain neither he is a player so he had no business going and talking there but i think what kohli did that day, uh, first of all it all started in the previous game where avesh yeah. khan for no reason when he couldn't even connect the bat to ball he threw his helmet down on the ground i think that was okay man i think that was okay because they won a game on the last ball i think it can happen to anyone that was yeah but avesh khan was throwing the helmet down as if he hit a javed mia the kind of six on the last ball man but he he completed the run I think it's fine. It's a bad. Well, okay, Dinesh, Dinesh Karthik helped him complete the run, but that's okay. Exactly. <laughs> but even in that game, after the game, after Lucknow, who almost botched the chase, which was pretty much in their hands, then somehow managed to cross the line. So it was basically a game where nobody wanted to win, and Lucknow ended up not wanting to win uh, win as much. So they won. and then in the end uh, gautam gambhir gets up and tries to silence the crowd so virat kohli was waiting for the revenge opportunity and with the low score he saw the opportunity so i think he was using it as a ploy to kind of get into their heads with his animated celebrations and stuff like that but i think when they were eight down with kl rahul already injured they knew he can't do much and with amit mishra and number 10 batting uh, i think Kohli went a little overboard because Siraj was already having more than what he was supposed to with the number ten batter. Number ten batter was already in the crease, and Siraj still threw the ball at the stumps. Uh, Navin Ullak even asked him what was that, and Siraj just uh, just showed her. And right after that over, there was a conversation. I think Ullak might have said something to Amit Mishra. that these guys are doing it too much okay, i think i think and, we don't have to go over the entire uh, you know right but uh, then what kohli did right kohli's kohli's gesture to him pointing to his shoe and the dirt in the shoe could be taken in various different ways especially navin ullak being a player from afghanistan a country that stone apart for various other reasons and they're trying to thrive in cricket and cricket being the only place where those individuals can have some something to celebrate when their country is in shambles i think kohli as a bigger sportsman and as a statesman at a world stage should have been no, no, better kohli and whatever we're talking we're, we're talking about gambhir and kohli right so i mean whatever kohli did was wrong but i'm like the point is that i think it's coming to a point where it's more like the soccer or football coaches who who talk yeah. with referees all the time i feel like cricket is going to take that direction now after what gambhir did is bcci going forward is bcci going to take the same action as they took against harbhajan and uh, srisant they are not and that's the problem harbhajan and srisant they came back. to blows they came no, no, to blows what what action did they take against him i think like one or two match ban that's about it No, Arbajan Srisant both were banned for six months. Really? Yep. No, they were not banned for six yes. months. Yes, Arbajan was ban- they were banned for yeah. six months. India just did not have any international assignments from the end of the IPL until November or December, so the ban really did not matter. Arbajan could not play domestic cricket. That's it. Arbajan came back to play international cricket at the end of two thousand eight when Australia came to India. Maybe that's why they actually banned it for six months. That, you know that's, fine, that's why they but, put out the ban 
for six months. Right. It could be symbolic, but then you are letting this happen, right? That's why Kohli and Gambhir went to the extent that they did. I mean, you don't physically have to hurl, uh, you know, slaps at each other to be at the same offensive level as Harbhajan and Srisan. I think what Kohli and Gambhir did was even more offensive to me. I think Kohli is fine in his in his right because he's a player. He can do whatever he wants and face the penalty of it. My thing is, as a coach, what right do you have to go after a player and like what? He's not even a coach. He no, he didn't. Go. He's no. not even a coach, though. So, so what Kohli That's did right. on the field was fine. While shaking hands when he got into the altercations with uh, Navin Ulog again, that is not fine. But there was Navin Ullak who initiated that. He would not let go of his hand, Kohli's hand. Yeah, but then Kohli could have just. So that was away. very aggressive. Yeah, but Kohli could have just walked away. That's what I'm saying. And which he did. Kohli. Which he did, by the way. Which he did. No, the Kohli Kohli said something to Navin Ullak at that point. He did not yeah. just walk away, and that's what triggered. Uh, that that's what triggered even Kyle Mayers to come and talk to Kohli. Dude, like, come on! Everyone was trying to. Uh, I understand what Navin Ullak did. That guy Kyle Mayers, I don't know why he went up to Kohli in the first place, but whatever. I just doesn't matter. To be honest, nothing's gonna happen out of it. He's an MP, uh, Gautam Gambhir. Not a whole lot will happen. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's gonna set precedence going forward with yeah. um, uh, <clears throat> uh, with coaches now getting more involved in the thick of things. But yeah. actually, talking about precedence, right? There's another player who set precedence now in IPL history, and that's the current Indian captain Rohit Sharma. So, <laughs> see, I, I know I perfect blend, right? Perfect, perfect. <laughs> so today Rohit Sharma scored his 16th or recorded, not scored or recorded his 16th duck to be the most by any batter in the IPL league's history. So he just surpassed Sunil Narayan, Mandeep Singh, and Dinesh Karthik, who were at the top until uh, the Mumbai Indian captain and India captain, you know, decided to take the baton in his hand and run. What do you think about that? And what do you think about so, Rohit Shah as a captain for Mumbai Indians? With all these. So Rohit Shah was a captain for Mumbai. I have one answer for Rohit Sharma as a captain of Mumbai Indians. Does Sunil Narayan or Mandeep Singh or whichever the other names, do they have six IPL trophies? Rohit Sharma does. So that's, that's the answer to Rohit Sharma as a captain. No, no. I think we talk about no. form. Form is important. Yeah, we have to talk about form. Right? So because what is what is Virat Kohli's form since 2019 November in international cricket? We're talking IPL. We are just talking IPL. I'm talking about IPL, right? Uh, I mean, if you talk from every aspect of it, yeah. Mm -hmm. But zero and fifty is different, right? Zero is so zero. Mumbai, I don't think Mumbai depends on Mumbai strategy has been different at least for the last four years. Mumbai strategy has not been that one guy plays an anchor role and scores 80-90. Mumbai strategy has been everybody bats 20 to 30 balls and tries to strike at a rate of 150. And Rohit Sharma's average may be 20 or 30, but his strike rate has consistently been above 130. 
and that's what he tries to do and one of them goes out to play 50 60 innings but mumbai just recently chased 216 twice and third time they came almost close barring the arshadeep last over where he got two yorkers in so three times in a row they were, they almost chased 250 so i don't as a mi fan i have nothing to worry about i have i have a slightly different question do we think that rohit sharma's career is on its last legs given his body language form can come and go but do we think that he's had enough of uh, i don't think he thinks so i don't think he thinks so i think it is in terms of his body because it's not getting any younger but uh, but he definitely wants to play t20 cricket for india definitely for mumbai indians so i don't think he is going anywhere so if he's not going anywhere and if his form is not going to improve uh then then that is going to be a bit awkward for Mumbai, because mumbai's performance is has been pretty poor for the last uh, what couple of years now they last year i think they finished bottom if i'm not did they finish last did you say piss poor uh, no, i didn't say piss poor pretty poor okay 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 i i can say piss poor if you want if you want to. i i i just thought i heard that right so. <laughs> no no it's been it's been pretty poor and uh, they have been inconsistently in the bottom half of the of the league tables so i'm wondering what made them successful in the past was a very strong team and that core has been shaken right now with no bumrah and jofra archer not really um, firing as much not fit so mumbai strategy is kind of dodgy a little bit so i'm wondering if uh, if results are going to improve how long rohit sharma can take such losses uh, he's not there for the money for sure so it must hurt him competitively so i agree that rohit sharma i mean mumbai indians was last on the table last season that's absolutely true but this year mumbai indians is actually tied on the third spot they they have same number of wins as uh, lucknow super giants and their problem is not their batting their problem like i said they almost chased 215 three times in a row their problem is their bowling and you're right uh, bumrah is not there jafra archer so two players on which on whom they spent 20 crores uh, they don't have any of them uh, archer is half fit and bumrah is not there so that's mumbai's problem uh, whether uh, he keeps his captaincy or not in mumbai indians that will be and he is himself already kind of suggested that suryo kumar will be taking over whenever he is not available and he has done that once this season as far as india t20 is concerned rohit sharma may want to play but i think selection committee has moved on and that's probably the right choice because india t20 team needs to be younger so they need to move away from rohit sharma and virat kohli and all so i think that's a right as far as 50 over cricket yeah i think i agree completely uh, in terms of 50 over cricket um, it seems like rohit sharma is still in the reckoning with the 2023 world cup at least for now but what he should be concentrating in my opinion is just be the test captain Uh, i would even say one day captain although the format is quite irrelevant and ipl forget t20 cricket 
um, but Absolutely. regardless of what he does for India, yeah. I think he should definitely step down from Mumbai Indian captaincy because I think he's won enough number of IPLs. There's nothing for him to prove now. So mm-hmm. just give the baton to someone else like a Surya and just, you know, relax and play, uh, take a back seat. I, I couldn't agree more because uh, uh, you can attribute that to multiple factors, but Kohli's form has improved. Uh, it may or may not be directly relevant to his uh, abandoning of captaincy because that is now a couple of seasons ago already. But uh, a template has been set where a star player, in fact, the face of the franchise, steps away from captaincy, but still remains as a player. And then still there is enough harmony in the, in the unit. And that has seen his form improve. But why not? I, I don't think anyone would think any less of Rohit Sharma if he did that. I, I, I agree. I am a hardcore Mumbai fan and I agree. I think probably next season or maybe the season after, next season you might see more games where somebody like Surya Kumar or some maybe even some younger guy might start uh, captaining Mumbai Indians. Uh, and I am of 100% opinion that uh, India T20, Rohit Sharma should not even be part of. Rohit Sharma, K. Rahul, Virat Kohli, none of these guys should be part of. So, I want to end with, uh, because we are talking about ages, I know we didn't talk about this issue in the beginning, but uh, the last word about Dhoni's farewell that he's been getting in all the games... What do you guys think about that? Because clearly the guy doesn't want to retire. He wants to play one more IPL, clearly. Uh, he's not too happy about the farewell that he's been getting in every stadium. But what do you guys think? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm telling you, here's what's going to happen. He, he will say nothing. He will keep everyone guessing. And then uh, just before the next little auction, he will say, by the way, I retired. Uh, just as he did for India and uh, for the rest of the formats. Uh, I really do believe this is this is the swan song. I think uh, the CSK management, which CS, CSK management, which includes Dhoni, I think they will just wait till the end of this IPL to gauge how Rutheraj's performance ends at the end of the IPL. And I think uh, they will wait another six months to see where he gets his footing in the India squad. And then eventually, two months before the next IPL, I think, uh, suddenly you will see captain and then Dhoni will release an online video on Insta or something saying, hey, by the way, I retired from my I, I'll give you my prediction. I'll, I, I'll give you my prediction. The next CSK captain is not going to be Rutaraj Gaikwad. It's going to be Ajinkya Rahane for the next five years. Mark my words. That's the guy for uh, uh, CSK years. going forward. That's a that's, bold that's, prediction. That's, that's I mean, a high possibility too. Might be because Rani captain and Rutraj maybe vice captain, and they might groom Rutraj under Rajinkya, something because like that. Because I think Rahane is the perfect Dhoni mode of captaincy. He loves that. It will be an India player. So you don't have to have the Faf Duplessis dilemma where you are playing him as an impact player. It just perfectly gels with how CSK is set up. So, in my opinion, say forget five. But at least for the next three years or so, what Ajinkya Rane has showed in this IPL, he is a definite captain after Dhoni, in my opinion. And, and he is definitely going to score a century at the, the Oval, for sure. 
I think so too. I think so. We're going to witness something special. I think so too. It's kind of going to come full circle for him. The grand uh, comeback you know? on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's why. Uh, I think we are we are close to. Uh, I wish it was one fifty episodes. Uh, like the one fiftieth episode was the oval episode that we would do at the WTC. But I think it we're going to be just a little bit short before that. But I think it's going to be fun. All of us will be there. at the oval so um, now that everyone's visas are done tickets are done the only thing remaining is catching that flight and getting in the uh, on the field so well watch the game not get on the field but <laughs> where well, well, ron said that he is going to streak up at the oval <laughs> we'll hold him to it well he he said a lot of things about uh, about going bald and everything right so uh, he's definitely not uh, done any of those maybe maybe we should bait him into uh, going bald live in the 150th episode at the oval if india wins the wtc that <laughs> thing you'll return is there then <laughs> i think at the ages we are at nobody wants to probably see our bodies for sure so I wouldn't, I wouldn't take that chance if I was him. Not I, me. I wouldn't take that chance. Just, just saying. I, I think that's the episode. All right, that's a mark. That's the episode, guys. Thank you for listening. Again, hit subscribe on iTunes or follow on Spotify. And see you next week.